0: Welcome to the Unstoppable Authors Podcast with me, Angeline Trevina, and me, H.B.
1: Line. We'll be digging deep into our own experiences and sharing what we've learned along the way to publishing over 15 books between us in five
0: years. We'll share writing tips and tricks for creating immersive worlds and compelling characters for your stories, as well as advice on author life and publishing options. So get comfy and grab a cuppa. Let's get started. Many authors are introverts, far happier hiding in their fantasy worlds than doing any real-life peopling. Some love social media for that degree of separation it gives them, while others find the experience just as daunting and draining as socialising in person. Throw in a few technophobic
1: qualities, the fact that every social network is different with different expectations and some unspoken etiquette rules, and it can become a very scary place, especially if you've ever been trolled, or harassed, or attacked online.
0: Social media gets a little bit of a bad rap though. It's often blamed for killing off human interaction when, in fact, it connects people who would never have the chance to meet in real life. But, on that note, let's kick off with some social media confessions. So Holly, do you think that you have a good balance with the time you spend on social media? Sometimes, Um, I am prone to using it to procrastinate and
1: I have to be quite strict with myself so that I don't end up spending too much time on it, Um, but yeah, some some of the time I have a balance that I'm happy with. (laughs) How about you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, getting that balance is really, really hard and I I tend to go through stages as well. I'll go through like months and months where I barely touch it and then I'll go through several months when I'm on it all the time and I'm really bad at the moment because I've downloaded a couple of, you know, the silly little app games and uh, yeah, one in particular is. Ridiculous ridiculously addictive and <laughs> yeah that I I may never write another book <laughs> it is a big time suck yeah I, I don't think I have a good balance I don't think I've got it right at all and quite a lot of guilt comes with that particularly mum guilt <laughs> mm, definitely
1: and there is a obviously a difference between using social media for business which is what we all need to do and what Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about in this episode Um, and using it as a user as well just for your own personal reasons and then there are the games excuse me which is a whole different issue and I this week actually because I noticed I was I have a game that I play and I noticed I was on it a lot more than I used to be so I've deliberately taken a step back and just I haven't gone so far as to delete it but I am consciously not playing it at the moment because I don't have the time so yeah uh, that's a case of me spotting an issue and dealing with it yeah
0: it is really important to do that Mm -hmm. and what what were you saying about like being on social media for business and being on social media for pleasure, the trouble is that too much of the time I'm really on it just for pleasure and I tell myself Mm -hmm. that I'm on it for business. (laughs) Networking, I'm not just scrolling through Instagram mindlessly, (laughs) I'm networking, it's very important work. (laughs) So Sometimes yeah that is a problem with me, it can be way too easy to like pretend that it's important work and something i need to be doing when really yeah i'm just scrolling through looking at pretty pictures of like coffee and cats (laughs) 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 Uh
1: so which social networks are you on and which one is your
0: biggest time suck so i use facebook and i use twitter and i use instagram i have pinterest but I don't really use it other than like, I, I use it a lot to look up craft ideas for things to do with the kids. Mm. Um, so I don't, I, yeah, I don't use it very much. So really it's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and by far Instagram is most definitely my biggest time suck. I am mm. quite addicted to Instagram. It's not very good. what what about you where are you
1: yeah I mean I'm I'm on Twitter I'm really not very active there um but I am on Facebook and Instagram and I love them both and I think they're probably both about equal in terms Mm. of time um but on Facebook I'm fairly uh fairly good at sticking to groups I don't really uh, like scroll through my feed yep. and I would say I don't I, I barely use it for personal reasons mm. actually uh, it's very much I'm in a lot of writing groups and business groups and stuff like that and uh, I have my groups that I run and my page although I'm not great at updating my page because yeah, me neither. the, the <laughs> algorithm you know it just sucks it just seems like a pointless yeah. waste of time to be acting on there because the reach and engagement is so poor um, yeah but yeah I I really like the groups and I have found a lot of support and advice in the groups and um I mean I um I haven't said I don't use it for personal stuff I do actually because I'm in home education groups for my kids hmm. and uh, I do a lot of you know interacting on those because that's where we organize all of our like group activities and outings and stuff it's it's all on facebook so whenever i'm having like a crisis or i'm like oh i should just delete facebook i know that i (laughs) I physically can't because pretty much my whole life is organized via facebook Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i don't have the ability to step away from it um but instagram i i do more scrolling on instagram definitely Mm. and when i get into a story loop you know i'll, I'll tap on no. this new story at the top and yep. you can sit there for an hour just watching people's
0: stories <laughs> very yeah really easy yeah i'm exactly the same like i about two years ago i stopped scrolling through my feed on facebook because it was honestly like it was making me angry and i would see someone's post and i just i couldn't stop myself from commenting on it and then I get sucked into like big arguments that were really upsetting me and making mm. me so angry and making me really upset and I was like this is ridiculous so I stopped scrolling on Facebook about two years ago which was a really good decision mm. and yeah I, I am in about 30 million Facebook <laughs> groups for various <laughs> business reasons and that's all I go on it for now I mm. I post a few personal updates but largely uh, and like events and things like that I use it to look up events and to run events so Mm -hmm. yeah Facebook is definitely my one as well that I would love to go I'm off that's it I'm gone I'm done but yeah too much of my business is organized there and I think when you're running a business it's you know I think you can do it without Facebook but I think you're gonna really struggle and find it a lot more difficult
1: yeah I think you've got to get more creative about where you connect with people
0: yes yeah Facebook is just the obvious isn't it yeah so and while we're on that note Holly out of interest do you actually know which network your readers use the most
1: you know I I saw that this question was going to come up and and I thought oh, I must check my my last survey that I did last year because I'm sure I asked about it, and I didn't check. <laughs> it slipped my mind. Um, <laughs> so no,
0: actually I don't. I did at one point know, but I don't know at the moment. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Yeah, right. I survey my readers every December, and overwhelmingly, the place that the vast majority of them are is sadly facebook um so i I'm, I'm like you i'm not great at updating my business page on facebook but i have made a concerted effort in the last two months to be better at it and i think i i think i'm getting there i think i am getting better at it but yeah the reach on facebook is pretty bad but if my re- if my readers are there then i have to put the effort in to be mm. there you know, I just have to. Yeah. Cause different social networks are good for different things. Yeah. And I've had I've had conversations with authors before who have been like, um, oh, well, I tried out this social network, but I was only connecting with other authors in and I couldn't find any readers, so I just gave up. <laughs> and I'm like, You were connecting with other authors Authors and you didn't think that that was helpful or important? (laughs) Yes, chasing readers is very important, but there are also huge, huge benefits to online networking with your peers and other authors. Like, where did we meet, Holly? Uh, Oh, that would be in a Facebook group. (laughs) That would indeed be in a Facebook group. Some of the best opportunities I have had have come via social media Mm. and so if I wasn't there visible as an author and connecting with other authors and networking with other authors then I wouldn't have had those opportunities and you know it's things like organizing newsletter swaps, cross promotions, um, putting book box sets together, um, live events, all sorts of things. And we mustn't forget the fact that actually writers read as well. Like yeah. writers read a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you you go, oh, but I'm mainly networking with other authors, but they're also readers. Yeah. Well, like on Instagram,
1: I I haven't made a great deal of effort to reach out to readers who are not writers. No, me um, neither. Almost all of my friends on Instagram are other writers and I have bought or acquired several of their books. They <laughs> quite like, you know, occasionally someone will send me one for free. Like yeah, you know acquired
0: um, sounding really dodgy. Yeah, not like <laughs> I haven't illegally
1: downloaded it. I, I don't <laughs> condone piracy. Um but yeah, like, you know, I've I've won a book um from mm. an Instagram giveaway and yeah. um our friend Julia sent us both, you know, free copies of her book. Yeah. So like, you know, you you get to read other people's books that way, but I've bought a fair few as well, just from engaging with someone, getting to like Mm -hmm. them and being interested to see what they've written. And, you know, and I do think that readers who are writers um, are very valuable readers to have in your fan base because they understand the importance of reviews. They Mm -hmm. understand the importance of sharing your writing with other people, you know? So don't discount that I think they are brilliant readers to
0: have 100% yeah I've definitely sold books to other writers that I've met on Instagram and yeah like you say they are fantastic at posting photos of your book (laughs) on Instagram which (laughs) which is brilliant because then you're reaching all of their network as well you know and yeah so don't ever discount social networks that you're only finding other authors because actually networking with other authors is really really awesome that's how we all learn and we all support each other and I'm I've got to say the author community on Instagram are just amazing aren't they they are yeah. so supportive yeah it's such a lovely place to be and I find it a much friendlier social network than any of the others yes by a mile. So, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean you don't get you don't get the
1: in-depth um i guess advice so much on mm. instagram i mean you do a bit it depends who you follow but you don't get really good dialogue and conversations if i have you know, if i need advice i go to a facebook group you know um and we'll post a question or scroll to see if someone else has posted a similar question and i get to share my experience as well and help other people that way um instagram i don't think is as good for that um but it's great for just a sort of positive environment like a really affirming place and feeling like other people are going through the same stuff as you i i think it's invaluable for that
0: and one thing you really have to remember on social media is don't be that person who is just constantly buy my book buy my book buy my book buy my book and never ever say anything else because it is so boring and off-putting and it will actually make people not want to buy your book more than you it makes people want to buy it yeah
1: (laughs) i'd say probably a good rule of thumb is something like one in ten posts maybe should be like hey this is my book or these are my books
0: but yeah like the commonly quoted um sort of ratio in uh marketing is the 80 20 rule so mm-hmm. 80% of your posts should not be selling and 20% of your posts should be like calls to action yeah that's yeah, what's important yeah. it's a call to action do you think you're good at getting the balance right on that holly um i hope so
1: Um, i I don't consciously track it so Mm. it would be interesting to try doing
0: that but um yeah 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 Yeah, i've I've never like sat and counted my posts if anything i'm probably like 95 percent not selling and Mm. five percent selling every now and again when i suddenly go oh my god i haven't actually put a call to action in like months (laughs) (laughs) I, I, it's you know it's probably a, a a good thing and it's certainly the better way to swing but yeah I tend to forget that I'm meant to be trying to sell stuff I just want to chat to people <laughs> but that's good I mean
1: you know cuz even even if you well no I don't want to give bad advice but mm. what I was going to say is even if you I know never, where you're going yeah if you never ask people to buy your book or join your mailing list um that's not necessarily a bad thing like to mm. to just be genuinely social on social media and yeah. just chatting to people and making connections and people will organically yes you know do the things you want them to do anyway but yeah. that said if you never ever ever like if you don't even have a link in your you mm-hmm. know anywhere on your page then that's not good because then when people do feel inclined to buy they won't be
0: able to so they won't know where to go so absolutely yeah Yeah. and um that also counts for this is just something that a lot of people either don't know to do or don't think to do is to on your personal Facebook profile I know that some people keep it very very separate their business and their writing particularly if they like write under a pen name that they never reveal Hmm. that that's what they write under and that's fair enough but if you're like me you write under your real name people find you via different routes it's really handy if if they come to you via your personal facebook profile they can find your business page yeah from that easily and quickly and i'm not saying that if you, if you're getting loads of like randoms trying to friend request you because that's how they're finding you you don't have to friend them all Mm. just make sure that you can really they can easily find their way from your personal facebook profile to your business facebook page
1: yeah absolutely good and then good tip (laughs) i i would imagine a lot of people are aware of this but i also expect some people aren't on instagram in your bio you can only have one link but mm-hmm. there are tools that you can use that will give you multiple links so like we for instance use
0: link tree uh, yeah. which is a really popular one but there are others um, and of course you can just point it to a page on your website which then has all the links so essentially like a like just like a link tree but hosted on your own website
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah people do that as well but yeah i we i use linktree as well there are bound to be others out there but i can't name them because i don't know so (laughs) (laughs) maybe you do some research i'm sure there are other similar ones
1: yeah so another thing that uh, i think is important to do on social media is to pay it forward and share other people's stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, we were talking before about how fantastic the instagram community is for this kind of thing that it's so friendly and people will take photos of your books and share them and you can do the same and you know uh, leaving reviews on Instagram as well um, Mm -hmm. you know just be generous and yeah
0: like if someone's got a giveaway that they're doing or they're doing some kind of promotion you can share their posts Mm -hmm. to help them out and the great thing about doing it is it You know, it shows that you're a lovely person, which we all are. We're all lovely. Um, But also, people will return the favour when you've got a giveaway or you've got a promo coming out. You know, people will return the favour. So, Mm. yeah, it's just be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just be a lovely person. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) And I think a
1: similar thing happens with, like, the um, monthly challenges and stuff. Um mm-hmm. so you're doing one, aren't you? In in yes. February, you're hosting a yeah, challenge February. on Instagram. And yeah. you you know, when people get engaged in that, they will share the hashtag and yeah. and your um, you know, a link to your profile and then other people will find you that way. And yes. that mainly happens when you participate in other people's yeah, definitely challenges and do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> They're more likely to reciprocate if you run a challenge.
0: Yeah, you just, the more you're out there and the more you're interacting, people get to know your name. So then when they're maybe like thinking of putting together, like, I don't know, a box set of books or an anthology or they're doing an event and they're thinking, hmm, who can I invite? If that your name is one that is really, really on their radar because you're out there and you're being social and just you come across as the wonderful person that you are. Then they're going to go, "Oh, I know them from social media. They're really, really good at promoting other people's stuff, and they're a really lovely person. Mm. I think generally the rule for social media is just be lovely." <laughs> <laughs> just be nice and it'll all work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that leads on to our next point actually, about on social media, just just be genuine and be yourself and show some of yourself. But saying that, it's really important to set boundaries. Like, don't share stuff on social media that it makes you feel uncomfortable Mm. to share. You know, just don't. You don't have to. There's There's no rule that you have to. Like, I have a very, very strict rule that if I share photos of my children publicly on social media, it's only, like, of the backs of their heads. Yeah. Or it's like a blurred out photo. You you will not find recognizable photos of my children. I don't name them either. You'll na- you won't find their names publicly. And mm-hmm. I do not post photos that would identify where I live. Yeah. And the, the, like that's my boundary. Yeah, you know, that's that's the boundary that I've s- set for myself. And that's one that I really stick to. And your boundary might be somewhere other than where mine is you know just what whatever you're comfortable with but just be yourself and let people see a little bit of you like like oh people love cat photos don't they (laughs) they do yeah (laughs) whenever I share a picture of my cat like I get so much interaction from that (laughs) she's more famous than I am I'm a bit bitter about that
1: (laughs) well they have their own hashtag don't they cats of Instagram
0: Yes. yes they absolutely do Uh, honestly but we as we all know the the internet was actually designed for cats I think it may have actually been designed by cats I have that feeling too yes
1: and you know they get everywhere (laughs) like um, I'm gonna do a bit of not name dropping but um you know you've got Save the Cat the yeah you know famous uh book uh, for novel writers and screenwriters it's two books Uh, and then you've got um nick stevenson's author cats website yeah. um platform cats are just like
0: you know authors yeah authors and cats they just belong together they do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, yeah. just, sorry, just but showing sorry. bits of your yourself and your own life whether it's your cat or some cake that you eat people like cake pictures of cake online as well they and people, pictures yeah. of coffee i'm i'm there i'm like cats coffee cake <laughs>
1: yeah i think my boundaries are pretty much the same as yours and i mm. i don't really get very personal on my you know businessy social media mm. um, my own personal like facebook is a bit different but you know same as you i don't show pictures of my kids faces and i don't yeah. use their names. They are like, even on my, I for a while kept a parenting blog and they were the munchkin and the bean. I, yep. I never shared their names on that blog. Um, and, but all that said, like, you know, I, I don't tend to share sort of the negative stuff that's going on in my life. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, which is, is very common. We all do that and it does lead to social media being this very like curated place. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't necessarily healthy um but when I had appendicitis in November I, <laughs> I shared a photo on Instagram of my legs in my hospital bed um in the very sexy um uh, you know dbt stockings
0: um they are attractive
1: <laughs> and you know and I, I put a caption in about what was going on and you know that I was in hospital and everything and that was by far Mm. my like most engaged post of the entire year you know I got hundreds and hundreds of likes and comments on that so you know I'm not saying land yourself in hospital for the (laughs) engagement on social media (laughs) but (laughs) it goes back to that being real like when you are real with people and show a vulnerability that can actually be a really good thing,
0: yeah, and it what it shows is that the reason people cared enough to leave a comment was because they've got to know you because you've let them into a bit of your life previously, mm. you know. But yes, keep it up, up, upbeat, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> people don't want to read about you being miserable and how much you hate writing or hate editing. <laughs> I probably yeah. post too much. Oh, I hate editing. Oh, I hate <laughs> formatting. Because like, <laughs> the editing stage comes right before the formatting stage. <laughs> so when I'm at that stage in a book, there are probably a lot of like, oh, I hate this so much. <laughs> but I do try and keep it as upbeat as I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah so you you can do the next point holly because you like screaming and shouting at our listeners <laughs> do
1: i okay uh, uh. <laughs> if that's if that's the um, perception that our listeners have then okay <laughs> um but yes we've said it before we will say it again turn off your damn notifications seriously uh, seriously <laughs> is that shouty enough is that okay
0: yeah that was good that that was so sim- similar to um get a mailing list now <laughs> <laughs> but yes like seriously turn off your social media notifications because it what is anyone gonna say on facebook that cannot wait 20 minutes for you to finish your writing sprint mm-hmm. nothing there is nothing that important that they are gonna say on facebook yeah. Seriously turn and off fact, your notifications
1: <laughs> yeah and what I what I try to do I'm really not good at sticking to it but what I try to do is actually schedule blocks of time to be on social mm. media and not go on there outside of those times um mm. you know we all love social media but it can be a real time suck if we're not careful and yeah. one way to limit yourself is to be like I, I'm just gonna do that say between 9 and 10 a.m or Mm. 1 and 2 p.m whatever it is um and you might have two or three spaces throughout the day especially if you're in the middle of a launch or you know are trying to get some support from a group or something then you might have more frequent check-ins but yeah you know limit yourself because social media is great but (laughs) there is real life as well
0: (laughs) there there is because i i do it like when i have my Notifications turned on, and they've been turned off for probably about eighteen months now when I had them turned on, if my phone was over the other side of the room and I heard the notification i it was playing on my lo- mind like i couldn't think about anything else until I had gone and checked yeah and it was like it was always something ridiculous, it was never important there's nothing that important on social media very well, very, very rarely is there yeah very rarely. <laughs> so, yes, turn those notifications off. <laughs> yeah. So, another important thing on social media is hashtags. Mm. They're not really used so much on Facebook. Do you use any hashtags on Facebook at all?
1: Um, I have done. I don't usually. No. Um, for don't. a while I was auto-sharing all of my Instagram posts to mm. my Facebook page and so all the hashtags that would use on Instagram were copied over onto facebook but they really don't get used on facebook and it yep. can make the posts look messy you know? yeah
0: yeah yeah twitter is runs on hashtags but of course you're you only allowed 280 characters in your tweets so you're probably only going to be putting like three four hashtags mm. per post um instagram is another one it absolutely runs on hashtags doesn't it and you can have up to 30 hashtags in a post Mm -hmm. um so yeah go out find find the good ones so how do you find good good hashtags you steal Um, them off other people
1: yes yes (laughs) yep (laughs) go go and look and see what the people that you like are using um mm-hmm. way- you can search um by hashtag and it will tell you ha- like how roughly how many posts there are yeah using yeah. it so you can tell if it's a popular one or not um, so some of the ones that we use um and i'm not going to say hashtag every single time you can yeah. <laughs> insert them yourself um writing community indie yep. books be seen indie authors of instagram Authors Supporting Authors and Self Promote Sunday.
0: They're all really yeah. good ones. Yeah, they, they are really good ones. And they're really friendly ones as well, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Um, we, we, you know, we, we keep harping on it. Oh, Instagram's such a friendly place. But it really is. <laughs> and yeah, there are great hashtags. And new ones crop up all the time. Mm. So yeah, just every now and again, when you see someone's post, Check out what their hashtags are and just steal what they're using. Yeah. Keep keep changing, keep testing, see what works best.
1: Yeah. There's you know? something I quite like doing every now and then to mix things up is putting in sort of almost a jokey hashtag. Yes. Um, yeah. Because then you know you quite often get people commenting like, oh, I like the hashtags. Mm. Um, yeah. So can increase engagement, <laughs> so that's quite a good thing to do.
0: Yeah. But here's here's a social media confession. I wonder if you do this as well every now and again i search my name as a hashtag on instagram
1: (laughs) no i've never done that
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're going to now
1: though (laughs) yes yes i am (laughs) i do occasionally google myself
0: yeah i do i do as well yeah
1: that was how i discovered
0: that i'm on imdb Oh right! (laughs)
1: I was like, oh my god, someone's put me on IMDb. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's weird when you Google yourself. It is weird where you crop up. Yeah. And as far as I've found so far, I'm the only Angeline Trevina in like uh, on the internet. So (laughs) everything that comes up is actually me. And yeah, I've turned up in some strange places, and I'm like, oh, oh, why am I there? Yeah, well, you That's have got like,
1: a, a very distinctive name. This it is unusual.
0: Yes, yes, it is. That's why I don't you write under a pen name. I'm like God when I've got a name like this, why waste it? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, my next point about social media is your branding. Keep your branding the same across all your social networks. That's things like your profile picture or your color scheme, because then when people come across you on a different social network, they instantly recognize you. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know them over on Instagram. Mm. So, yeah, it's really good to keep your branding the same across all of your social networks, you know, for your business profiles. You don't have to do it for your personal Facebook. You can have a picture of you drunk falling down (laughs) the stairs if you want, if that's what you're going for. But yeah, if you if you just keep the same profile picture, a similar bio, it doesn't have to be the same because all the social networks are slightly different, sort of like in what they expect
1: Mm.
0: and what they want to see. Um but yeah, keep the branding as similar as you can. Like Twitter and Facebook, you can have a header image as well. So mine's the same on both. And it just it links all the different profiles together and makes you easier to be found and easier to be recognized which yep. is good we want to be recognized don't we yeah
1: definitely <laughs> and then just an extra tip on that note for instagram and i know we're talking a lot about instagram but it's because we both love it so much
0: we do like it um,
1: <laughs> is, and i i admit i am not good at this but having a certain aesthetic your for all of your posts can be an asset. Um, mm. It's not right for everyone, not everyone wants no. to do it. Um, but it can really work. So if if someone actually visits your um your page and sees your grid, all of your posts look like they belong together. Mm. Um, so similar colours, the same filters if you use them, um, just it's coherent. Um, I know a couple of people who do some really interesting stuff like using columns and um, mm-hmm. so you know they'll have one column is always like a quote on a black background one is always like a pretty you know um stock image of like a you know starry sky or something and then another column is always a flat lay just as an example so yeah you know that can look really nice and really neat as well
0: so and there are people out there with like oh the most stunning profiles (laughs) and I always look at them very enviously and go I really just I don't have the commitment (laughs) to do that (laughs) and I I do I do have a bit of a theme that runs through my Instagram um like I have diagonal stripes of text Mm. um posts and I have a heck of a lot of flat lays that involve coffee. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I, yeah, I, I've tried doing like really strict profile themes before and I just prefer to give myself a little bit more flexibility. I I just need it just in case something happens that requires a different kind of photo. I want to be able to share it. So yeah, I just need that little bit more flexibility. But yeah, some people have the most beautiful profiles. Yeah, I'm very jealous.
1: <laughs> I think if I was more um, into taking original photos, I would do more of this because I would do like mm. a photo shoot and set everything up and take those pictures at once. That I would then, you know, that would give me like a week or a month's worth of content or whatever. Yeah. Um, But I tend to use a lot of stock images, really, Mm.
0: for
1: mine. So, yeah. yeah. Whereas mine
0: is mostly original photos. I love taking flat lays. I did once fall off a chair trying to take a (laughs) flat lay. That's commitment. That is is. commitment for you. I got straight back up on the chair with my hurting leg. (laughs) I got straight back up there and took that damn photo. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we have a sort of contrary point, really, next, which is to vary your posts. So, mm. um, yes, having a theme and a cohesive aesthetic is one option. Um, but whether you do that or not, you should also use variety and use multiple forms of media. So images, yes. text, video and audio. Um, Facebook in particular loves video. So Yep. You know, and I think Instagram is going that way as well, to be
0: honest. I think it is. You've, you've had the um, introduction of uh, IGTV mm. so that you can do longer videos, although they're kept a little bit separate to your profile. Mm. Um, in your actual profile picture, you can post a video. Now, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's up to one minute. i'm pretty sure that's right and if you're doing a video in your instagram stories is it still 15 seconds yeah i mean you you can create a longer video than that but it will break it into yes it will do yeah it'll break it down which is (laughs) which is fine um but yeah, if you want to do really long videos, you want to do them in IGTV. And I think that's up to 30 minutes you can do. It's either 15 minutes or 30 minutes. Mm. Uh, clearly, I did my research before we <laughs> recorded this. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so Instagram likes video. You can also do Instagram Live. You can do Facebook Live. You know, video isn't just youtube anymore mm. at all you i have it everywhere
1: yeah i heard something and i i don't have the source um to mind i can't remember where it was but uh, i heard something that there were more videos viewed on facebook last year i
0: think it was than on youtube huh yeah that's that's interesting and i i would wholly believe that i mean also you can embed a youtube video on facebook Mm -hmm. so um, i expect a lot of those videos viewed on facebook were actually youtube videos but embedded in facebook yeah um and it if you don't like being on camera like me uh, (laughs) that's why we podcast right um (laughs) it doesn't have to be a video of you you know you can Mm. like um you can do a video of you opening the amazon box with your proof copy of your next book yeah you know you people do that a lot um i've seen some really clever cover reveal videos as well mm. some really clever ones so you can do that as well so it doesn't nec- when we say video and audio it doesn't have to be of you no. and and please please just be careful about copyright don't use Copyrighted stuff, yeah like <laughs> like music playing in the background and stuff like that, just yeah. you know <laughs> you use your common sense, yeah,
1: um, <sighs> book trailers are another thing that yeah,
0: yeah, people do those too. a lot, yeah, um so, yeah, just much as the phrase makes us all wince, think outside the box, oh, <laughs> I'm actually wincing saying it. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, just just try various things and see what works for your audience because yeah, that's what yeah. it's about at the end of the day not not every audience is going to respond the same to what you're posting so just yeah, find out what's what's good for your audience and what you enjoy doing as yeah. well if you hate doing videos then don't post them yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> don't, don't don't make yourself miserable <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because and that leads us nicely on to our last point social media is meant to be social that's Mm -hmm. why they call it social media and actually like i know that sounds stupid but i think that gets forgotten a lot people are post concentrating so much on posting content that they forget to like respond to comments (laughs) or go and comment on other people's stuff you know it's meant to be social it's meant to be fun and engaging so actually have conversations with people don't just post and then disappear (laughs) yeah Yeah. and it it does sound weird but i think that actually gets forgotten a lot
1: yeah well people just have busy lives don't they and we do
0: we're so sort
1: of wrapped up in oh i have to post regularly in order to be seen and we Mm. spend so much time posting that we then don't have the time yeah. and engage with other people so <laughs> you've got to get the balance right
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> and earlier on we we were rabbiting on about don't spend all your time scrolling through instagram <laughs> <laughs> just do it a little bit <laughs> yeah so we've thrown a whole lot of contradictory advice at you today it's up to you to go and sort through <laughs> <it> all <laughs> Yes, well, Welcome to our podcast where we don't do our research beforehand and we contradict ourselves all the time. <laughs> <laughs> do with that what you will. <laughs> now, I, I really hope that you get something useful out of our social media for authors because we love social media. But yeah. there's always new stuff to learn. That's, that's another really good thing to remember. Social media changes like all the mm. time all the time so always have your eye on what other people are doing and what new features are being rolled out Mm -hmm. because it's just changing constantly so we have to change with it yeah (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: okay so let's wrap things up with cool
0: things cool things okay so i last year i stumbled across a festival that happens very close to me but I found it too late as is often the way I found out about it after it had actually happened and luckily this time um it kept, popped up in my Instagram feed and I took a screenshot of it and sent it to my husband and said is there any way that we can go to this so what it is is and if you know anything about me, you'll know why I'm very excited. It is the Birmingham Coffee Festival. Yes, you heard that right. It is a festival of coffee. <laughs> and so I sent that to my husband, and as a surprise to me, he, he bought two tickets for it, and he also bought some train tickets that are either day on on either side of the coffee festival and we are going to make it into a whole weekend and so we're going to go and stay in a hotel and it was it was all done as a big surprise I I wasn't expecting it because we we're quite close so I thought we'd just go for the day Mm. but no we're making a whole weekend out of it and I like this doesn't happen till June but here (laughs) you go it's on my cool things and I'm all excited about it already (laughs) and I am just like I I am far more excited than a person should be over something (laughs) like this. But, um, yeah, if you you follow me on social media or have met me or, (laughs) like, ever (laughs) interacted with me at all, you'll know how much I love coffee. And just the thought of spending an entire day sampling coffee, smelling coffee, and talking to people about coffee is just like so exciting to me. <laughs> You'd be bored, stupid, Holly, but oh, I am so so excited.
1: <laughs> I can tell. Oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> and a little bit sad.
1: <laughs> a, a little bit sad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I
0: Agree with you there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, my cool thing this week is uh, kind of similar um we are going to um go and see we will rock you uh in a few weeks and we're taking the kids it's their first like musical and we're like really really giddy and excited about it (laughs) um but it's it holds a special place in my heart because not only obviously is it a musical based around all of the queen's songs um but um, my hubby and I went to see it in the West End on our honeymoon, so yeah. it's sort of a coming full circle kind of thing. Yeah. So, ah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's super cool. So, I tried to find a social media related would you rather question, mm. but they were all a bit rubbish. So I gave up and just went for something a bit silly instead. So, Holly, would you rather live in space? or under the sea
1: oh okay
0: hmm, I think and I'm pres- presuming that you can like live in a bubble you don't have to like yeah. wear a diving suit or an astronaut suit yeah and okay. you know you, you don't have to like have weird life <laughs> other than yeah. the fact that you're either in outer space or under the sea but I mean <laughs> you know you don't have to give up any of your comforts yeah okay <laughs>
1: oh I feel like we've had a similar question to this in the past but I think it was just would you rather go into space or I can't Absolutely. remember <laughs> um and I can't remember what my answer was <laughs> um I think I would rather live in space yeah yeah I've got no rational reason for it it's just a kind of
0: ooh that just mm. makes me feel a bit more excited it's it's really difficult isn't it because it's like now would you rather wake up and see like stars and like get to see like the sun rise over the earth like that that would just be so super cool but also like living underwater and seeing like all the fish and like dolphins and whales and turtles and like all the sea creatures would also be super cool yeah
1: Um,
0: I'm gonna go with under the sea for two reasons one I think that if I lived in space and I was staring out at the universe I when I when I start to think about the size of the universe you know essentially as far as we know the universe is endless yeah and it kind of after a while of thinking about something just going on forever and having no end it kind of fuddles my brain a bit. So to be honest, like, I think if I was staring off into endless space, I think I might actually go a little bit crazy. Mm. Um, so my second reason for living under the sea is if you're living in space, then I can come visit. Yeah. So <laughs> So I'll take the sea and we, we can like come and visit each other. So I'll get to see the sun rising over the earth. <laughs> and you can come and see all the sea creatures but i, I won't have to uh like go insane by staring out and thinking about how expansive space is okay that's an excellent <laughs> plan let's do it yes <laughs> sorted now we now we just need like billions and billions and billions of pounds to do it <laughs> and i'm you know maybe in the future one day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, cool. it's a plan then it's a date <laughs> <laughs> awesome
1: so we're gonna wrap things up here um but just a quick reminder to our listeners to uh if you want even more of uh, the two of us chatting like this uh you like can idiots. get the uh, cutting room floor juicy hilarity uh, over on our patreon so head on over to patreon.com forward slash unstoppable authors and sign up for just three dollars a month and you will get extra exclusive access to the stuff we don't dare to air
0: yes even more us who wouldn't want that <laughs> so yeah we'll uh, see you next week with more Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unstoppable Authors podcast. We'll be back next week with more writing and publishing tips and tricks. You can find us in
1: all the usual places. We're on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And the show notes are at unstoppableauthors.com.
0: On our website, you can also find the link to join our Guild of Unstoppable Authors so you never miss an episode. And we will have more goodies for you soon. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review.